Welcome, welcome to the Real Life Podcast. Brought to you by Cultivate Network, where we get real with life, leadership, and church planting. Here's your host. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 14 through 17, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepeth, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectively, or mean accurately, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. So we're really blessed today, Jamie, man, to have the kids here with us. So sitting here with us today, we have Zachariah, we have Abigail, we have Jackson. So this scripture, when I was thinking about this, getting ready, I thought about this scripture. And, you know, the world that we live in, we know that there's a lot of tough trials that that we face. And I know growing up, I thought, man, I didn't know how it could get much worse. And then you see the society that we live in today, and you see the struggles that this youth deal with. And that's why we brought them on today is just kind of talk talk to them, see the struggles that they go with and the things that they see and they they endure in this life. And their struggles are a lot different than what we even could have even imagined. But, you know, we hold true to what the Lord said. The Lord said that perilous times would come, that men would be lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. We know that all these things were going to come to pass, but then we were left with a great promise from our Savior, as he said, to be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. And we rest assured in that hope today as children of God, knowing that the Lord has some better thing for us. Sure, we live in a rough time uh, and the days are getting worse right now, but I mean, we know that these things would happen and these times would come, but how great it is to know that this youth of today that they have not fell back, they have not slacked away, that they have kept their eyes upon Christ and they continue to march forward for the glory of God in the midst of it all. And that makes us proud. Man, as children of God and as these being our, our children, you know, we're just so thankful for them and for what the Lord has done in their life. And I'm excited to hear, and, you know, I'm excited to hear what they have to say today. So this is, a, this is unique. It's going to be good for me and you kind of step out of the way today, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You know? we'll do, we get to be quiet and listen to their stories. So, I'm excited. <clears throat> all right. So what, why don't we start with this? Let's start with youngest to oldest. And you guys just introduce, you know, name, age, um, and something interesting about you. And then we'll, and then once we do introductions, then <laughs> this will be fun, guys. This will be fun. Then we want to hear, actually, guys, some some of your experiences and how that Christ has 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 through the Holy Spirit helped you as you walk uh, walk the Christian walk in the difficult place of the school. So Zach, you first. Uh, my name is Zach Waters. I am thirteen. I am thirteen years old. Uh, one interesting thing about me is uh, I'm in eighth grade and have two high school classes already. Hey, all right, Zach. Yeah, yeah. Go you. Uh, my name is Jackson Couch, and. <clears throat> I'm 14 years old. One interesting thing about me is uh, uh, I love to play baseball. All right. Abigail? Hi. Um, I'm Abigail Waters. Um, I'm 17 years old. Um, hmm. Nothing interesting about Yeah, there's not that much <laughs> interesting about me. I'm pretty boring, I guess. Um, 
I love to be on the lake. That's great. Thank you. That's great. You're a very interesting person, Abby. Don't you? Don't discount yourself that way. <clears throat> so thank you guys for the introductions. Um, so, and, 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 and for the listeners, for those listening in, this, this group of, of, of students that is on the podcast with us today, they are frontline leaders, not only in school. Not only are they um, leading leading in activities and, and extracurricular things at school, but they're leading in the church as well. And uh, you're, you're you're looking at two two well three ministers actually because Abigail preaches behind the mic of the of the worship team as she uh, helps leads work leads worship. Abby, how many years have you led worship? Mm, um, two or three. Three years. Three. Going on four? Yeah. All right. Jackson, how many years have you been ministering? Six. How old are you? Fourteen. Okay. All right. Zach, how many years have you been ministering? Three or four, I think. Okay. How old are you? Thirteen. Okay. Do the math. Say it, say it again so the ones in the back can hear you. Oh, yeah. um, I've been ministering about three or four years now, and I'm 13 years old, so okay. about nine, since I've been about nine or ten. Okay. Okay. And 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 so the meat, the meat of the ministry that that this group um, participates in on the front line is just inspiring. And and guys, I just want you to know, um, I wish I'd have had the guts to do what you do at your age, and uh, and I'm proud of you. Uh, so so Anthony, why don't we open up and just have? Um, no, no, you're good. You're good. So uh, go ahead and have Abigail uh, start us out today, and and share how. What's it like? I remember what it was like in 1998, but it ain't 1998 anymore. The days are waxing more and more evil, and you guys have so much coming at you, and you have a walk that you're trying to walk with God, the the Christian walk, but so many things are coming at you. So how do you get, you know, just open up and tell us how you, how do you manage that and how does God help you? Um, it's definitely, it's definitely tough. It's definitely a rough journey. Um, I'll go back a little bit, do like a little bit of background information. Um, in middle school, I did FCA. And if you did FCA, you were kind of labeled as that one, you were labeled as the weird Christian kid. Nobody really wanted to talk to you because they always thought that you were going to persecute them. They always thought that you were going to be mean to them because they weren't living your lifestyle. Right. So, um, as you go into like high school or some, as you go into high school, um, people kind of just, they, they usually drop labels because it's not middle school anymore and we're not kids, but no, that Christian stamp stays on your head from the time that you walk in the school to the time that you leave the school. Right. Like people just, they label you as a horrible person because they feel like they're just gonna, they feel like you're going to just persecute them. Because they're not living your lifestyle. So they feel like that you yeah. are going to be judging them. Exactly. Therefore, they treat you badly. Exactly. Okay. Um, and then it's definitely it's definitely tough because you try to talk to these people, and then they're, all, they're never open-minded about it. Right. They're always so willing to just jump to the conclusion of, oh, hey, well, if God's so good, then why would he do this? Why would he do that? Why would he do all of this bad stuff? Why is there wars? <clears throat> And you're just like, no, no, here, let me, let me tell you about the love that Jesus has for you. And don't, don't get so snippy on me because I'm just trying to minister love to you. And you have to just keep planting that seed and you have to keep pushing for that seed to just be planted and you just pray and hope that it's 
going to grow. So you're saying that that you're you're it's a process of cultivation, exactly. right? So it's not it's not as as direct as yeah. a one single conversation. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, there's this miraculous revival that. But it, what, what I'm hearing you say is that <clears throat> you've got to be led of the spirit mm-hmm. to know the opportunity to sow the seed, and then and but so. Um, and then trusting God that yeah. that God gives the increase over time, and so no, no doubt that's something that that is a very real struggle. I like to think back about when we were in school. Yeah, we never were persecuted because we were Christians. Most of everybody there knew had heard of Jesus. They may not have went to church, mm-hmm. but there was no persecution. You know what I'm saying? Right. And there was nobody beating us down. And it might have been just the area we were from. I don't know, but. I see that as one huge difference for this youth today compared to where we came from. Man, if you were a Christian, nobody bothered you. Nobody said anything about it because everybody there knew who God was. And, it, you know, it always begs the question. I always go back in my mind and I wonder, where was the standard dropped? Where was the standard dropped? What happened that it became the way it is now that the youth... I mean, this is a perfect example, and I'm sure... As uh, Jack and Zach, as they both get ready to speak as well, you're going to hear a very similar story to what Abby just told. But where did the standard drop? Where did it Where did it drop? And we've talked about this many times on the podcast sure. as well, is the umbrella of the church. Yeah. And whenever they come out from underneath the umbrella, you know, now the sun really beats down. Right. And then we go back to the parable of the sower and mm-hmm. how some fell on good ground, some on stony, the sun would... The sun would shine up. It would spring forth quick. The sun would come out and it would burn it down. And it, but I've always, it always amazes me to hear them hear them talk. And it's one thing that I always ask myself is where did the standard fall? What happened in society? Mm. Makes you it's just it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, that's a there's a long long answer and so many different theories behind that, Anthony. But you know, I think that it the the, the the stark reality is is that history is the best educator for us to march forward in the future, and so if we are, um, if we're going to march forward, then then we need to understand that. So, it, it, unpacking what happened to cause this drift, this evolution of of of, um, it, it's it needs to be looked into. You're right. It, we need to unpack that. So, Abby. Um, you mentioned persecution and mm-hmm. that they persecute you because they feel like you're going to judge them. Yeah. What, you know, as you feel comfortable sharing, what types of persecution comes at you from others? Give us some examples of the call you names. What, what, oh, what yeah. is it? What do they do? Oh, to yeah. You? Um, I've been called everything except a nice person. Like it's, it's bad. <laughs> it gets, it definitely gets bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you, you get pointed at, you're, you're laughed at. Like people will just look at you and then they'll. Oh yeah, sorry. Some people will look at you and they'll point. I um I had one experience when I was walking down the hallway and some people stopped and they went, guys, guys, look, look, it's the Christian girl. And then everyone was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> and everyone just laughed. And I was like, what's what? Why would you find that amusing? Because I'm not ashamed of my faith. That's funny to you. Like I don't mm. I don't understand why you think it would be funny to make fun of somebody. So how do you how do you cope with that? I mean, they're directly making fun yeah. of you in front of your peers, and how do you cope with that? Um, if any of you know me, you know that my favorite 
scripture is Romans 8, 31. It is, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Mm. I use that scripture right. on a daily basis. Right. Because if God's for you, who can be against you? Right. Don't it kind of remind you here a few weeks ago how we had the podcast about being on offense? Yes. And how we didn't have, <laughs> you know, the Apostle Paul spoke, so he true. said he was ready to defend the gospel. Right. But then, I mean, you went deeper with it, and we said that the gospel's never really on defense, that we're always on offense. And if we have that mindset right, right there, right. that if God be for us, who then can be against us? Yep. I think that's an offensive mindset. Exactly. So Abby's not on our heels. Our, our students are not on their heels waiting to be offended, waiting for someone to, oh, you hurt me. They're going in knowing yeah. that they're victorious. They're, they're not going in for a fight. They know they won already. So for someone that knows they've already won, they're not going to fight because they already know they won. So that's, that, that's sound theology. And using the Word of God to... To, to know it's a mindset of going forward, marching in, knowing that you have won. Now, I'm going to, a couple more questions for Abby and then, but Anthony, I want, I want to back up to what you said just a minute ago, because as, as I begin to think about the condition, the change, right? The change that happened over yeah, time. Sure. Okay. You can go back to the children of Israel yep. right before the exile Right before the uh, the it, you know, Jerusalem, Judah was invaded and taken over by Babylon, and you can hear the words going forth of God calling folks back yeah. to to Shiloh, calling folks back to the promises of God and the sure. laws of God, yeah. and they chose not to. The church chose not to, mm-hmm. and 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 it wasn't the public, it wasn't the kings. As much as the the religious leaders chose not to stay where God had planted them and what what God had said. And because they chose not to, their children were not prepared to hold to the Torah, the Pentateuch, the law, and, and and the promises of God. Therefore, they were their faith in God was weakened. And because their faith was weakened when the enemy came in, they just they lost. So does your mind and, go back to the book of Revelations? He says, I have somewhat against thee for thou hast left thy first, first, first love. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mine does too. <clears throat> and, and I think of that. It's so true. And what happened in that process, right before Jerusalem fell, right, there was two deportations. So, and kids, I, 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 won't, I won't bore you with this. But it's important that you understand this. <laughs> it's really important that you understand the historical context behind what happened here. What, what the enemy did is they came into Judah and they took the smartest, brightest young yes. people, yes. and they took them to Babylon so they could corrupt them. And because they were dangerous, that's why they took the kids to Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which wouldn't actually their real names, Daniel, and these ones. They took them to Babylon because they were dangerous, because they had the roots of faith in God. And they took them to Babylon. So what I envision here is that as our kids go to public school and they do go to public, there's a there's a lot out there that are not able to go to public school because, you know, one reason or another. But guys, listen, public school is a bad place. Yeah. But it's a battlefield. It's a battlefield. But guys, yeah. it is a mission field. That's exactly what was preached yesterday. It is a Jackson. mission field. Jackson just preached field. a word about that. It's a mission field. And so should we, you know, 
choose to place our kids into a bubble is that way when they do get in the real world that they're shell shocked from the reality of the the sinful nature of the world the umbrella effect or do we say you know what our kids are going to go to babylon and they're going to be daniel and they're going to be shadrach meshach and abednego they're not going to bow and so dive in deeper with it they were given a portion by the king, Yep. but they chose not to, to partake of that yes. portion, but yet they thrived. And they were ostracized and, and made fun ostracized. of. Could yep. you imagine everybody else around them like, man, these guys over here are going to starve to death. They're over here on pulse and water. <laughs> but but at the end of it all, their countenance was different. Right. Everything about them was different. They were healthier. Everything was different about them. Yep. And they literally, this was, in, in the king's mindset, he would have been like, man, this was like the worst thing I could have ever done. I mean, look at these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I throw them in the fire to kill them. They're in there walking around with Jesus. I mean, he even, mm, oh, I know it's about the kids, but boy, it's exciting. So uh, think about when they were in the fire. Yep. Even the king knew the face of Jesus Christ. Yep. And my mind goes back in the scriptures into the New Testament, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. Man, that's proof in it right there. Mm. He had never seen the Son of yeah. God, but he knew him. When he looked yeah. into the fire and he saw four men instead of three and they're mm. walking around together, yeah. hey man, I see four men, one likened to the Son of God. You know what that tells me? That tells me that in the midst of the mess, wherever you are at in right, life, it right. don't matter what all's happening around you, that your God, as Abby said, her favorite scripture out there, God, if God's for you, who can, who be, can against be against you? you? Abby, thank you for that. That's a good example of of your taking the sword of the Spirit into the battlefield Mm -hmm. and and you're trusting in God's Word to be your shield and your buckler. It's awesome. Jackson, uh, tell us about a time where you've been persecuted and how did you you cope with that? Go ahead, Anthony. Oh, no, I'm just getting this over here. Yeah. (laughs) Go for it. um, First, I kind of want to circle back to what um, Abby brought up. Uh, she brought up, you know, sowing seeds and how it's, you know, it's a slow process. Uh, I feel like a lot of times we like to throw around the word revival yeah. a lot, and uh, that's the only way that is accepted. If it's not a breakout of fire within everyone and mass amounts of people are saved, then it's not accepted. That's it's not right. right. Uh, yeah. But and I feel like that's that's really a reason why. You know, and it breaks my heart to see it, but a lot of Christians within my school, people that I know are Christians, just living the same way that everybody else is because they're not seeing a revival break out. Um, they just think that, well, God's not moving. Hmm. But what we don't see is the little seeds that we plant just by, you know, radiating God's love, by loving everyone, and uh, how it slowly works in their lives. It's not. There's not just going to be a mass revival breakout where hundreds are are saved instantly. I mean, I mean that'd be great, mm-hmm. but it's the real way to go about it is knowing that it's probably going to take a while uh, to get people to make this uh, decision. So we have to take our time. We got to plant seeds, and we got to be consistent with it, loving them every single day. Mm-hmm. And not wavering from that. And so I, I feel like that's kind of where uh, a lot of young Christians get mixed up, you know, because they don't have the patience to just sit and love someone like that uh, all day, every day. And instead, they just want to talk to them once. If they're not saved, then, oh, well, we're going to move on to the next one, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, that really breaks my heart to see. And um, 
because it's going to take time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We don't we don't live in a society that wants to take their time for anything. Yeah. Especially when we're talking about somebody's soul because nobody values the soul anymore. There's no value put on it. And you're exactly right. Everybody is expecting that fire experience, mm-hmm. that boom, boom, fire experience. And it has made us more of followers than leaders. Yeah. I mean, we need Christian leaders that are stepping up. That's, you know, that's why, that's why we got you guys on right. here today. I mean, you guys are Christian leaders in right. in your school, in your community, in your church. I mean, everybody's seeing this. I mean, you guys aren't sitting around waiting waiting for fire to fall. Yens are listening to the still small voice. You're mm-hmm. recognizing the things that are happening around, and you're still persevering through. So, so Jackson, um, um, thank you for sharing that, and what a powerful I – mean, guys, if – if you didn't hear it and you probably didn't, you could check out Facebook and, and, and Jackson actually preached this message yesterday that, that highlighted this. If you'd like to have the link, send us a message. We'll give you the link to it. He shared a message at a youth rally, uh, with, with just it really encapsulated that thought very well. He did. It was really good. Definitely check it out. Really awesome. Zach. All right, buddy. Uh, uh, draw close to that mic and tell us about uh, you know either a time you've been persecuted for being a Christian uh, in your school system or or how God has helped you and how God has helped you navigate that. Well, I haven't really truly been persecuted in front of myself. Like Abby, she's been persecuted. Like people have looked at her right. and just been, oh, it's that one Christian girl. But that truly is honestly never happened to me in our school because mm-hmm. it's more openly accepted to be a christian sometimes right but still you get those few people that still are like hey look it's a christian ha look at them Mm -hmm. they believe god's real ha but they don't understand it right they don't this concludes part one of this awesome conversation with these young folks please tune in next week for part two Thank you for listening to The Real Life Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Please share a comment and follow us on Facebook. And until next time, keep it real.